don't attempt to understand the modern poem. Listen to it. This is Interesting People Reading Poetry. And it should be heard. A show where artists and luminaries read a favorite poem and share what it means to them. (laughs) I'm Brendan Sturmer. In other words, if it ain't a pleasure, it ain't a poem. Today's show, Wazia Tween reads a poem by John Trudell. Wazia Tween is a leading Dakota intellectual, activist, and the executive director of Makoche Ikikjupi, a nonprofit dedicated to Dakota land restoration. John Trudell was a prolific author, poet, musician, actor, and activist. Hello, my relatives. It's with a good heart that I greet all of you with a handshake. I am Dakota, and in Dakota, they call me Waziatungi, which translates into English as Woman of the North. And I come from the place where they dig for yellow medicine. And in English, that place is known as the Upper Sioux Reservation, located in southwestern Minnesota. Currently, I'm executive director of a nonprofit called Makoche Ikikchupi, which we translate as Land Recovery. And it's a project of reparative justice that is focused on the reclamation of Dakota lands within our traditional homeland, the place that we call Minnesota Makoche, or land where the waters reflect the skies. So this nonprofit is uh, working towards uh, fundraising right now from settler donations as acts of personal reparative justice to contribute to land reclamation for our people. And we'll use that money to uh, buy back small parcels of our land bit by bit. This is a poem by John Trudell called Cry Your Tears. Now you want us to cry your tears for you, after we've already bled for you, already been dead to you. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Chapters of a democracy story, descendants of genocide. Twelve score and more years ago, we went from being the majority to being the smallest minority. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. We saw that emptying early morning skyline back through that horizon. Duck Valley, 1979. Wounded Knee. Sand Creek. That trail of tears. Exactly how did our land become your country? Now you want us to cry your tears for you, while we're still crying tears of our own. With your past as your future, that industrial ruling class, using religion as a weapon, distilling love into hate, pointing fingers and name-calling evil, sacrificing lives and blood, making the innocent the new virgins, offering to the gods a prophet. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. In the homeland security, pretending corporate corruption isn't economic terrorism. Money talks while the government listens, compiling files on ones who think different, conditioning an acceptance of debt, and not to expect the truth. So get used to hearing the lie. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Misusing the beauty, turning freedom into a killing machine, mass murdering the environment. 
weaponizing the psychology of fear and pushing material addiction with a substitution of rules faking the law. The Bill of Rights becomes collateral damage, making the Constitution another broken treaty. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Way this story is unfolding, we may end up crying together, as in crying at the same time. But we're short on tears to cry for you, with all these tears to cry of our own. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. For me, when I think about poetry, I think it's most powerful when it resonates with your own sense of truth. And I have to say that there are, are many poets in the United States who whose words do not resonate with me, um, that I find it hard to relate to their beliefs, their values, their sense of right and wrong, um, because from my perspective, it denies the truth that I know or that I recognize. And so one of the things I really appreciate about John Trudell is that he roots all of his work in this basic or foundational understanding that the United States government is built on the genocide of indigenous peoples and the theft of indigenous lands. And uh, everything he writes speaks from that, uh, from that truth. The your, a reference to your tears, uh, is speaking to Americans, citizens of the United States. And I think in, in today's context where we see growing concern about the state of affairs, um, concerns about corporate greed and capitalism, concerns about the current governmental administration, concerns about surveillance and invasion of privacy, people's rights being trampled upon. What he's speaking about is, is this notion that the United States government has created this society, uh, has built this monster, and now American people are also suffering the effects of this monster today. And at the same time, expecting to maybe uh, share tears of solidarity with our people. And he's saying, uh, we have our own tears that we're crying, our own tears that we continue to shed because of all the losses that we've suffered. I think for Indigenous populations, for many of us, we carry grief daily. And that grief plays out in different ways at different times. Much of the time, I know for me and for many others, it's, it's carried as rage because we see the destruction around us. We see how our people are suffering. We see the, the ongoing denial of our access to sacred sites, our ability to pray uh, where and when and how we want to, uh, our capacity to even 
practice basic freedoms within our homeland, like harvesting food. So I think that that we carry grief constantly. It's never ending. We're all, I would say, in a reeling from the effects of the harm that the society does to land, to the environment, to water, and to the human spirit. But I also think that we have some fundamental injustices that need to get rectified before there could be any kind of solidarity or the sense that we're in this together, that we as indigenous populations largely see conditions today as ongoing, ongoing genocide, ongoing colonization, ongoing colonial occupation. And so from that perspective, it's hard for us to come together simply in solidarity when today, you know, we're sitting in the place we call Minnesota Makoche, our ancient homeland, and Dakota people are largely considered trespassers. Our land is under occupation and our land is being destroyed. So uh, we've got a long way to go before there could uh, be tears that we shed together. Now you want us to cry your tears for you after we've already bled for you, already been dead to you. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Chapters of a democracy story, descendants of genocide. Twelve score and more years ago, we went from being the majority to being the smallest minority. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. We saw that emptying early morning skyline back through that horizon. Duck Valley, 1979. Wounded Knee. Sand Creek. That trail of tears. Exactly how did our land become your country? Now you want us to cry your tears for you while we're still crying tears of our own. With your past as your future, that industrial ruling class using religion as a weapon, distilling love into hate, pointing fingers and name-calling evil, sacrificing lives and blood, making the innocent the new virgins, offering to the gods a prophet. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. In the homeland security, pretending corporate corruption isn't economic terrorism. Money talks while the government listens, compiling files on ones who think different, conditioning an acceptance of debt, and not to expect the truth, so get used to hearing the lie. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Misusing the beauty, turning freedom into a killing machine, mass murdering the environment, weaponizing the psychology of fear, and pushing material addiction with a substitution of rules faking the law. The Bill of Rights becomes collateral damage, making the Constitution another broken treaty. Now you want us to cry your tears for you. Way this story is unfolding, we may end up crying together, as in crying at the same time. But we're short on tears to cry for you, with all these tears to cry of our own. Now you want us to cry your tears for you.
Cry Your Tears by John Trudell appears in the book Lines from a Mind Mind from Fulcrum Publishing. The music in today's interview is an excerpt from John Trudell's song Cry Your Tears from his album Badness and the More Me's. Find a link to the book and the album at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. Interesting People Reading Poetry is an independent podcast co-created by me and my brother, Andy Sturmer, who also composes our music. If you like the show, help us out by subscribing on Radio Public, iTunes, or Stitcher, and leaving a review. As always, we invite you to call the Haiku Hotline at 612-440-0643 with your short poems and poetic musings. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Haiku Hotline. Thanks so much for listening. Frantic with worry, a bee sting reminded me, don't borrow trouble.